You're listening to the Health Coach Careers Podcast, brought to you by Wellpreneur. Learn what it's really like to be a health coach in these interviews with real, successful health coaches. These interviews originally aired on the Wellpreneur Podcast, and they're hosted by me, Wellpreneur founder, Amanda Cook. I hope they give you inspiration and insight into planning your own health coaching career. Are you thinking about becoming a health coach? I know it's a big decision. I know I had a lot of questions, fears, and excitement when I took the leap to become a health coach while I was still working full-time. That's why I've created a free health coach decision kit to help you decide if it's the right next step for you. Download the decision kit at wellpreneur.com slash decision kit. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Wellpreneur podcast. This week, we're talking about a topic that I don't think we've really covered on the Wellpreneur podcast in hundreds of episodes. We're talking about LinkedIn and how you can use LinkedIn to find clients for your business and really grow your presence and your influence and build your network. I'm interviewing one of my own clients who has found great success building her business using LinkedIn because she has a lot of expertise in this area, as you'll learn in this interview. I'm talking with Amani Kate. And when she mentioned to me about how she's finding clients easily through LinkedIn, I thought, wow, I can't believe we haven't covered this. Will you come on and share what you're doing? And she has decided to share so openly about her strategy and how it can really work for you with specific steps. So it's a great conversation. This is one of those you're definitely going to want a notebook, a pen and paper so that you can take some notes um, about how you can use LinkedIn to grow your own business too. And we'll start off by talking about who LinkedIn is right for, because it might not be a platform that you've thought about to use to grow your own business. Hey, Amani, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thank you very much for having me. <laughs> we're doing, um, we're trying to record this with video today, which is like new for me because I usually do audio interviews. So um, it'll be a big experiment. So thanks for being willing to try. <laughs> no problem at all. Um, so I wanted to have you on to talk about LinkedIn because mm-hmm. you're, you've you know really found success with that. And I think that's something that um, our, the rest of the audience would be interested in learning about. So why don't we start off? Could you just explain what it is that you do first? How do you describe what you do? Yeah. So I am a nutritional therapist. And basically what I do is that I work with uh, people who have gastrointestinal issues, usually around like IBS or parasites, and I help them heal their gut. So yeah. Awesome. And you work in person and online? Actually, yes, I do both, but mostly online. Right. Cool. Um, Okay. So when I was chatting with you a few weeks Mm -hmm. ago, and I think you've been doing this for like, you had a big transition and you quit your job and now you're doing Mm -hmm. this full time, right? Mm -hmm. And you said, oh, I've gotten such good success with LinkedIn. And that's not something that I hear about very often in the Wellpreneur community. Everyone's always talking about Facebook and Instagram. So kind of tell us your experience with like, how did you get I know the answer to this, but how did you get into doing LinkedIn? Like, how did you start to follow this path? Well, I had no choice, obviously, because <laughs> before, you know, quitting my job, well, obviously, before starting my career as a nutritionist, full-time nutritionist, I was working for LinkedIn. Um, <laughs> so for about five years. So I would say that even though the, the platform has evolved a lot, uh, you know, I think I know the platform in and out. Um, so that's probably why I started, you know, prospecting or engaging with people on LinkedIn because it's a 
platform where I feel comfortable. So I felt a little bit awkward, you know, because I, I, I basically had to start posting things about my own business and personal stuff. Because when you are an entrepreneur, it's not really about, um, you know, the services that you provide. This is important as well, but it's also about your personality because people are interested in working with you because you are who you are. Uh, I think we talked about it before. There's so many nutritionists out there. Why would they want to work with me? It's because I am who I am. So what I started doing, <laughs> what I started doing is um, basically I started by defining my audience and I know, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And I found it a little bit difficult because I know on uh, platforms like uh, Facebook or Instagram, there are so many different filters. And when it comes to LinkedIn, it's mostly about your career, like your job title, your company and things like that. I sat down and I literally like wrote down all the characteristics of my ideal clients in terms of their professional career. Um, so, and this is actually based on, um, you know, the profile of some of my previous clients and also my ideal clients. And then based on that, I, I, I found out that most of my clients would be in positions such as account management, um, directors and things like that. And then I started connecting with people who have these titles. Okay. And that, so that was the first thing. And then the second thing was, sorry, did you want to? No, that's good. Yeah, well, <laughs> okay. I, I want to kind of take it a step back of course, first yeah. before you, because I have lots of questions about it. Yeah, of course, go on. <laughs> um, but how, so I guess um, people might not be as familiar with LinkedIn yeah. for using it for their own business. Because a lot yeah. of times people, if they came from a corporate background, they'd have a LinkedIn profile. Yeah. But when we are looking at our own businesses, like, we don't hear a lot about using it. So what types, like how would a listener know if LinkedIn is right for them? Like what types of people are on there? Mm -hmm. um, how could they, do you have any sense of how they could decide like, is this where I should be focusing? Because obviously we can't focus on every platform, right? So you have to like choose no, one. Of course. So is yeah. LinkedIn better than Facebook? Is better than Instagram? Like what kind of person would this be right for? Yeah. Um, do you know what? You'd be surprised everyone, like everyone, just before this call, I actually looked into the database and I uh, searched for stay-at-home moms. I, were, I uh, looked for cleaners. I looked for pharmacists. There's literally everyone. And actually, um, there's that's a really good question because um, a lot of people would think that LinkedIn is mostly B2B, but uh, you'd be surprised because, you know what, let's say you are a cleaner or a teacher. Um, and you are looking for business, right? Uh, you'd be surprised that um, on LinkedIn, because people are so used to consuming business news, if you come up on the platform and you start sharing something that is a little bit different, you're going to catch their attention. So it's literally for everyone. So for example, to, just to give you a concrete um, example, let's say you are um, uh, a teacher and you want to help people, um, I don't know, like in their business to learn a different languages, a different language because it's important to do business, you know, when you have different languages, whatever. Um, so what you could do, for example, as a teacher, you can start uh, defining your audience and saying, okay, so I want to work with business executives and I want to help them to, I don't know, to learn a lot of language. And the type of content that you're going to start sharing is 
how can you be more productive by learning another language? And that's the kind of content that you're going to start sharing and people are going to engage. So whether you're a teacher, a cleaner, a stay-at-home mom or whatever else, uh, you can definitely find, you know, your ideal clients on LinkedIn. You'd be surprised. Okay, awesome. <laughs> cool. That makes sense. So yeah. so it sounds like, so from what I've used with LinkedIn, there's obviously the profile, like you've got yeah. a LinkedIn profile and then there's like a news feed at the front, like we'd see yeah. on Facebook or something. And that's, I guess what you're talking about. That's where you share content. Yes. Um, and then you can be searching for people and outreaching and like yeah. doing direct connections. So is the first thing that we need to do if we want to do this strategy is refresh our profiles? Absolutely. Yeah. That's so literally the first. About. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's something that I had to do myself because, you know, I was an account manager for LinkedIn and from one day to the other, I was a, a nutritional therapist, you know, completely different. Um, so the first thing that you're going to do, obviously, is you're going to um, you're going to change your headline because so you have your name first name last name and then you have your headline and a lot of people typically would say i'm a nutritionist or i'm a teacher or i'm this or that now what is really important is to actually say what it is that you do what kind of people you help and what sort of solution you provide for what benefit you know so it's very it's quite it's quite similar to facebook and instagram i help this uh, type of people to do this so they can do this, you know? So that's basically what I did. So I help busy professionals who feel uh, congested all the time, clear their tummy trouble so they can experience this and that. So that's what I did, the first thing. So then every time you engage with people or every time you connect with someone, they know exactly who you are and what you do. So that's the first thing. Now, you also have, um, I think it's uh, called a description or summary of your profile. So it's not like all your experiences, but basically in a nutshell, who you are. So you, ex you can explain a little bit more about your programs and the way I did it, I think it's quite similar to, to uh, Facebook and Instagram. I started by asking questions. Do you often feel bloated? Do you do this or do you feel like this or that? And if that's the case, if you answered yes to any of these questions, uh, you know, you know, keep reading. And then I started talking about my programs and how I help people. The good thing with LinkedIn is that you can also uh, attach documents. So, for example, you could say, I don't know, if you have an online program, you can uh, attach, you know, some information about your online program or testimonials as well. Um, so that's basically where you start. One thing that, that I would say that is really important as well, I know you've got a question, <laughs> um, is the banner. So important. Um, you know, like, basically, like on Facebook and and. and not Instagram, but Facebook for sure. Because in the, uh, the banner, I basically kind of, I wrote down everything that I do. So literally in one second, people know exactly who I am, what I do and how I can help them. Yeah. Awesome. And that stuff you were saying about, you know, summarizing your program and what yeah. you offer, where are you putting that? Just in the like intro to your Absolutely. Bio? Yeah, or your exactly. Profile? Yeah, that's cool. exactly it. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Awesome. Okay, so that's great. So we refresh our profiles. Yeah. And then start sharing content. Um, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Talk us through the process from there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Do our <laughs> no problem. First thing, the profile. Once it's done, I would actually say spend some time defining your ideal uh, clients in terms of their professional career right? Um, and then start engage, not engaging, but connecting with these people. If you're into account managers, go and look for account managers. You can even select countries. Personally, I work with people all over the world, so I don't really care to be honest, but you can select countries, cities if you want. So all the business executives in Manchester, for example. 
That would be one thing. Um, and the rule is, Every single day, try to connect with between 10 and 20 new people in your, you know, in your niche, you know. And when you do that, once you do that, the people who are interested in, in, in you anyways, because you have everything in your um, uh, title, like headline and uh, your name. So basically, they say a manicate, gut health, helping professionals, blah, 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 blah. So if they want to accept uh, the connection request, they will because they know what I'm all about. I don't necessarily um, send any intro email, nothing. Just send a connection request. That's one thing. Every single day, try to connect with new people, uh, you know, in your audience, in your ideal audience. Then the second thing would be to um, to start engaging with content and the type of content that you're gonna um, share really depends on your ideal audience. Personally, I want to work with business professionals, basically people who used to be, who are like I used to be. So account managers, busy people, traveling around the world, et cetera, et cetera. So I kind of know uh, what kind of struggles they have when it comes to their nutrition, their stress levels. And I basically start, uh, I basically started um, sharing content uh, that they would be interested in. Because when you are on the go, you are traveling for business, you don't have time to eat or to eat properly, or you don't know what to do, or you don't know how to meal prep efficiently, et cetera, et cetera. So I started sharing content around that. And that's how you get, you know, um, traction. So people either like it, they comment, they, they share, and that's basically what you should start doing on a daily basis. Cool. So are you sharing, like, are you sharing your blog posts from your website or native content that you're writing directly in LinkedIn or yeah. video or like, what is, what are you sharing? Such a good question. Um, LinkedIn likes native content. <laughs> so um, in terms of engagement, uh, because the way it works is that you are, um, you're going to show up, you're going to, your content is going to show up in the news feed. And um if it gets a lot of engagement and it's native content, obviously a lot more people are going to see it. Well, you kind of know how it works. Um, and um, I usually what I do is that I share native content a lot and also videos. And um, tum, tum, tum. occasionally I would have an article, uh, you know, from my blog. But it's I've started using, um, you know, the articles. There, there's um, how is it called? LinkedIn articles or LinkedIn news or something like that. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, but there's a section uh, in LinkedIn where you can write your articles and people can follow you. So it's some sort of, you know, embedded, like um, uh, embedded, um, how do you call that? It's like um, medium or something. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So I was like, because initially I was like, oh yeah, well, I have a, a website. I have a blog as well. I can just direct people to my blog and my website. But you know what? When you, when you have to click too many times, a lot of people were like, nah, I'll do it later. But if the content is already on LinkedIn, uh, people are going to consume it straight away. So I stopped doing that. I'm actually writing, occasionally I'm writing articles on LinkedIn. That would be maybe once a month. But regularly, every day, I either share, well, content, which would be like tips and tricks, or uh, stories about how I do business, what kind of clients I like to work with. Um, sometimes I also share testimonials, which is really important. And then the most important thing is videos. <laughs> 
<laughs> right? So videos are so, so important because when you think about it, uh, before making any decision, if you think about your personal life or whatever, before buying anything, you have to be exposed to, I don't know, between five and 10 uh, pieces of content about the same thing. So when you do a video, you kind of skip a few steps and people can really get to know you as a person. So either they're going to like your personality and they will want to engage with you or they're going to be like, nah, not for me, which is great as well, you know? <laughs> totally. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean, that makes, it's like that building up that the no like and trust with people. Absolutely. Like that authority and, yeah. and likability and all of that. So are you recording, are you uploading videos from other places or are you like recording directly in LinkedIn or do, like, does that need to be native too? No, not at all. Okay. But so recently, uh, LinkedIn, um, they released this new feature called LinkedIn Live. And you need to apply for it, though. And you would get it only if you are used to like posting videos and things like that. Because it's, well, it's kind of like um, LinkedIn is looking for influencers, people who are really engaging, et cetera, et cetera. So for videos, I know I just record them on my own and then I upload them to uh, to LinkedIn. At least for now, maybe I'll get to I'll, I'll get uh, LinkedIn Live, but not at this stage. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Awesome. So how do you know it's working? Like how, what are you, what kind of results are yeah. you seeing from this? Yeah. So one thing that I started doing um, at the very beginning, I started looking at my stats, something that I didn't really do before. When I say statistics, it's like, you know, whenever you post something, you get your engagement rate. So in terms of like share, uh, sharing, liking, commenting, et cetera, et cetera. So I started looking at that to see if there was any sort of trend uh, and see what kind of content was the most um, interesting, you know, for my ideal audience. And then you can also look at what kind of people are engaging with your content. So that was really interesting because it was showing me if I was talking to the right people, you know? Uh, so I was looking at the stats. That was the first thing because that helped me to kind of refine and adjust, you know, the content. So that was the first thing that I did. Now, in terms of uh, the result, I would say that, so I really started using LinkedIn, uh, uh, let's say more uh, around September last year. So I was using it before, but not like every single day. And like from September onwards, I started using it quite, using it quite regularly. And in terms of the results, I would say that um, I got, let me think, six, seven, seven new clients. Yeah. Seven new clients. Yeah. That's awesome. So now the thing is my programs are... And we're recording this in January. So you're saying you started in September. So that's only like a few months really. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I'm really, really, really happy about it. Um, And the thing is, I guess it will depend on, you know, what you're selling, obviously, but I sell a three month program. Um, So for me, seven new clients is absolutely amazing, given that my target for myself would be maximum three clients per month uh, for this kind of program. Mm -hmm. So seven was absolutely unreal. Uh, But I guess depending on what you have to sell, you could get maybe, I don't know, more clients, but it depends on the offer, definitely. Yeah, awesome. Um, oh, I know. I, I had another question for you. Yeah, so, sure. Um, when you're, you said you were connecting with people every day mm-hmm. and just like based on their job titles and their locations and your yeah. ideal customer profile, do, does that, I mean, but you don't send a message, you just connect with them. Yeah. But then does that turn into them connecting you? And like, so is there, I guess you need to be monitoring your inbox and like having a little bit of back and forth. Like, is that how you get the clients as they end up messaging you or? Like um, yeah, so exactly. So 
the way it works is that I connect with them, my ideal clients. I don't send any salesy message or anything like that. And I'm not saying it's the wrong way to do it because, you know, everyone does it differently. But for me, I'm like, nope, I'm just going to connect with them and I'm going to let them engage with me. So this is not a quick, uh, kind of a quick thing. Um, it really works over time because what I've seen is that the clients that I have uh, today, the seven clients that I was talking to you about, it was, it was not like from one day to the other that they became my clients. I noticed that they started engaging with my content. And then over time, when I received uh, the message in the inbox, I was like, oh, okay, so let's chat. That's really good. So that's basically how I do it. I'd like... I connect with them, they accept, um, and that's it. And then I keep doing what I'm doing, you know? <laughs> awesome. So is there, I guess for what you're talking about, you can just do that on basic LinkedIn. You don't need the premium or like... Very good, uh, very good point. Yeah, exactly. So um, I guess... I wouldn't necessarily recommend um, to get LinkedIn Premium. It's 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 not that expensive. I think it's about I don't know thirty forty pounds per month or something like that. So it's not expensive at all. But there's so much you can already do with uh, you know by using LinkedIn organically. And the reason is you know when you are on LinkedIn and you start connecting with people, you have um, access to well obviously your first degree connections and then also their first degree connections. So basically they become your second degree connections. So imagine if everyone on average is connected to let's say 500 people that's a lot already so you don't i don't think you need uh, linkedin premium when you get started on linkedin maybe after a few years or when you scale yeah. your business yeah that's awesome so <laughs> good so um what do you want everybody to know if somebody's out there listening and they've never really done much with linkedin but it sounds like oh that could be really be where my audience is what what do you want people to know about it um Okay, so one thing that I've noticed over the years is that be, um, LinkedIn has become a lot more social. It used to be all about professional news and acquisitions and financial crisis and things like that. But more and more people are interested in learning about, you know, who their, I don't know, who their, their peers are. So um, I would say don't be afraid to share who you are as a business, well, as a professional on LinkedIn and start and then be authentic, you know, uh, because I used to be so scared of like showing my personality, um, you know, like telling my story. But I found that actually whenever I, I share something about my own personal, like my personal story, my personality and things like that, the engagement, the engagement is incredible. So I would say start where you are, start connecting with your ideal audience and just be who you are. LinkedIn is becoming social, so don't be afraid. Awesome. That's great. Yeah. Well, I think that's, that's all the questions I had. I'm like totally motivated now. I've been, yeah. I always am on LinkedIn and like keep my profile updated and go look yeah. around, but I haven't really used it like concernedly mm -hmm. like that. So I'm totally inspired after our interview to go do that Brilliant. more. Um, anything else you want people to know or? Um, no, well, you know, I don't know if uh, you're going to share my. Um... Well, yeah, it was, that's the last question. Yeah. yeah. Tell people where they can get in touch with you. And yeah. Absolutely. If anyone needs help with their gut health, of course. <laughs> get in touch with them on well, yeah. Guess, guess where you can find me on LinkedIn. <laughs> so yeah, that's the first thing. Obviously, you know, connect with me, Amani Cage. You're probably going to share my my mm -hmm. details somewhere. Yeah. And then also my website is 
amanikate.com, um, well, com, And then also on Instagram, amani underscore s underscore world, amani's world. And that's uh, that's it. Yeah, that's great. Woo-hoo. Well, I look Yay. forward to hearing all these success stories from the listeners of people that <laughs> have just revolutionized their business on LinkedIn. So Yay. thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to talk no with problem. us. This has been so helpful. Yay. Yeah. Are, you, are you going to be on LinkedIn? Are you going to... <laughs> I'll see you on LinkedIn. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Are you going to start sharing um, content on LinkedIn? Or... Really? I know. I know. I'm <laughs> a little note about that. No, it's not a must. I mean, but it's just a platform that I really enjoy using. So, yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, thank you so much, Amani. No problem. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of the Health Coach Careers Podcast. If you're thinking about becoming a health coach, don't forget to download my free health coach decision kit to help you decide if health coaching is the right next step for you. Download the decision kit at wellpreneur.com slash decision kit.